You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Oceaga is coming back in full force from July 29th to the 31st at Parc Jean Drapeau, and that means our Oceaga podcast series is coming back, too. All summer long, Sarah and I will be listening to music from every band featured on all three days of Oceaga and sharing some of our favorites with you every two weeks as part of this podcast. Five bands per episode, two episodes per day, and just to make things a little more interesting for ourselves, we stayed away from the headlining bands for each day, uh, even though all those headlining bands are great. Uh, but we just wanted to challenge ourselves and really listen to some music that we haven't really been listening to that much. Uh, if you like the show, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or just about anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show, enjoy the summer, and see you at Oceaga. So Sarah forgot to hydrate today, just in life. So that she was like, I'm a live action uh, cautionary tale for Oceaga. Yeah. You need to hydrate. Sarah, your headphone is about to fall off your face. You need, you need to hydrate. Yes. I Listen did not, up, kids. I did not <laughs> hydrate today. My chest hurts. But yeah, you know what? And you were just working from home. Yeah. <laughs> We got this. We got this. Uh, festival season is in full swing. Uh, swing, swing. Swing, swing. Uh, I saw Tash Sultana at Jazz Fest. Opening night was amazing. Seeing Lee Fields tonight, also going to be amazing. So Can't Jazz wait. Fest love. And uh, let's get the show on the road. It's Oshiaga Sunday. Programming note, uh, as uh, many people had anticipated, ASAP Rocky is not performing, presumably because he can't uh, cross the border, I think, because he has some pending legal troubles to take care of. So uh, he was replaced by Future. And doesn't nice. really impa- doesn't really impact our show because we don't really talk about headliners, but still a pretty, pretty good uh, stand-in. Oshiaga uh, rolling with the punches with uh, a couple of headliners not able to make it and lineup changes. It's still a pandemic. People still have stuff going on. We just wanted to put together a good show, you know. So we are going to be talking about Sunday. This episode, next episode, our last two episodes, we also hope you guys enjoyed uh, listening to our interview with Nick Farkas last week. That was a surprise episode for everybody. Surprise! We did it. We did it. And uh, you got to hear a little bit about some of the behind-the-scenes action of putting on together a festival the size of Oshiaga. Yeah. Th- this episode, we're going for, I think, a, like a more Sunday chill vibe, and the next episode is going to be more Sunday party vibe. I think that's our plan. Yeah, we got to finish it on a high. Finish it on a, well, not to say high notes. What if, you know, what if Girl in Red is your your favorite band ever? That's that's your high note then. That's true. But I'm at like a podcast in terms of vibe. Tempo. Yeah. Finish it on an upbeat tempo, but yes. not necessarily. They're all high notes. Exactly. Who are we talking about today, Sarah? All of them or just the first one? Well, who are you going to introduce us to? St. John. St. John. Okay. Cool. Named after the Quebec holiday. Yep. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Most of you know him for Roses. Uh-huh. Um, Specifically but the remix of Roses. I think yeah, actually like the remake of Roses, I also not believe. Not remake, remix. Remix, I Come said. On. No, you said remake. I have it on tape. We can go back. Nope. <laughs> You're a liar. Okay. Um... <laughs> But what's super cool, and mm-hmm. this is also where you might know him, is he does a lot of collabs. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done a collab with uh, Wizkid and mm-hmm. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. You know, just 
small name. Just, just casually name dropping Beyonce. Yeah. Um, he's super hot Guyanese rapper based in New York. I mm-hmm. think Brooklyn specifically. He's born in Brooklyn. Yeah. Born in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I said based out of. Yeah. Based. But we don't born. know where if he's based out of there anymore. Or That's born. true. You still living there? We need some tips. We're going to yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, we're going to Brooklyn. Shout us out, St. John. We're <laughs> cool restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I think, like, what really captures me about it, not just the music, because his music is really great, but, like, mm. visual. Okay. So, like, he always, like, thinks about what he's wearing. Okay. He's, like, a, like he, um, I would call him a fashionista. Okay. I don't know if that's, like, a gen- gender term or not. And I don't care. And I don't care. <laughs> but he's a fashionista. Okay. Um, fashion icon. Fashion icon. There we go. Uh-huh. Drink water. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. So like his super cool style. He always like thinks about what he's gonna wear. Mm-hmm. I was like reading a GQ article like from during the pandemic. Like even then, he's just like, I'm gonna change like 30 times until I get it right. Mm-hmm. Which is like a nightmare, but I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Have you picked out your Oshiaga fits yet, sir? No. 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 Not yet. I don't even have time to buy running shoes. I need running shoes really bad. Okay. <laughs> I'll buy running shoes for Oshiaga. You better. Your feet are prone <laughs> to blisters. <laughs> I have like so many right now. <laughs> if you have any shoe recommendations, also St. John, I'm down. <laughs> Because I mean, you listen. Yeah, but I, I feel that if, he, if St. John does uh, reply to you with some shoe recommendations, they're not going to be in your I'm budget. not going to be able to afford them. I yeah, know. He's be like, there's also like a Gucci. A, yeah, there's like Gucci Adidas out right now. And I keep mm-hmm. getting ads for it. And I'm like, I can't buy these. Like, who is this for? <laughs> <laughs> this is not for me. Anyway. But if you want to donate um, some clothes and shoes to me, St. John, I'll take it. I don't care I don't what size it is. I was going to say, I don't think you have the same size. I don't care. Okay, so fashion icon uh saint john um when he was growing up he he split his time between new york and guyana like he like traveled back and forth he spent like two or three years in each going back and forth so he didn't just like move to new york city and stay there so he stayed true to his roots i guess well or his cultural heritage and like i guess well both right because then you're like growing up in brooklyn you're getting your your african-american and then going back to guyana you're getting your like traditional roots Yep. So you're you're going all <laughs> over the place. Um, what song are we gonna listen to from St. John, Sarah? Best part of life. Best part of life. It's the latest, the unless latest. he drops one like this week. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> always possible. It's always all possible, right. but best part of life. Okay, I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> Best part of life from with you for forever, ever. Then we rebegin. The best part of pick this music video because it was uh, secretly a cult documentary, which is like your favorite thing. Yeah, <laughs> and also like, come on, look at look at those outfits. Uh huh. That so, is why. Okay. So did you join a cult? I joined a cult. Okay. But I don't like the color red, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Don't know how you're going to work out. Also, that music video features uh, Ajani Russell, who we love from Betty. Hopefully Betty comes back to HBO Max because it's a great show about skateboard girls in New York. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So, what what do you have to say about that video? We have Saint John as a charismatic cult leader cruising around in his uh, limousine with uh, motorcycles and yeah. cult followers. Just you know, regular cult things. Regular cult things. Some people died. We will see how it goes. Maybe we're all gonna join a cult in at Oshiega. Who knows? Kinda. I feel I'm like it's gonna happen. I'm down. Just check out from society and just join a cult. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need nowadays. Is it going to end badly? Sure. But as St. John said, maybe that time when you're in a cult will be the best part of life. Yep. You know? You never know. You never know. I mean, if it, if it's like a fashion cult, I'm down. So something interesting about St. John, uh, Vince Staples was talking about him. Uh-huh. Uh, and was talking about uh, his approach to, I guess, the audience. And where he was saying that, especially in terms of like, your YouTube videos, TikTok, streaming services, so on and so forth. You're just exposed to sort of like so much music all at once. It's not really the same uh, process as maybe it used to be in like the 80s or 90s where you'd like, I bought an album and I listened to that album again and again and again. You're just kind of maybe getting like the single off of an album or maybe you listen to an album once or twice and then move on to another one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so basically St. John uh, has kind of gone on the record uh, via Vince Staples. <laughs> this is a Vince Staples quote about what St. John told him, so go figure that one out. Okay. Uh, he said cool. That Not confusing <laughs> Exactly. At all. Music consumers don't have time to figure out what you're trying to tell them. You're just supposed to make them feel better and make them feel good. Put them in a specific space. So, like, I guess that's how he kind of approaches his music and his videos. And uh, I guess, like, his whole approach as, like, a performer is you're just trying to, like, capture, like, a vibe and a moment and 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 send it out into the world because people are not necessarily always going to be able to like dig into everything. It's cool if they but do. Also people like don't like listen. Also, people like don't listen to you unless there's like something interesting about how you're doing things. So that's like the vibe. You know? Sure, but uh, but I think also if you're just kind of like if you can just capture a vibe and move on, you're also you're doing something. Like you yeah. can't necessarily, I think, in modern. music consumption assume that everybody's gonna like listen to every like dive deep into your lyrics and everything like you just need to make sure that there's something for them to to grab onto it's like a very different i think process than it maybe used to be yeah i think so and you know what i appreciate it Mm -hmm. so keep doing it keep going um do you have anything else to say to saint john no What are we? What are we gonna go see on your side? Uh, we're gonna go see Genesis Owusu. Tell me more. Uh, born, he's such a young man. Born in 1998, Kofi, Kofi Owusu Ansa is uh, he's Citizen K's little brother. For the longest time, didn't want to. I mean, I say the longest time. He's like 23, so for like <laughs> maybe like the first half of his life, uh, didn't want to get into music. Uh, because he didn't want to necessarily be in his brother's uh, in his brother's shadow. shadow. He wanted yeah. to be like a race car driver, he said. Uh, and his brother would occasionally like give him beats. There's a video that you can find on YouTube of him like rapping over a beat in a bathroom stall. That's something you can find when he's like, and he's like a baby. <laughs> he's he's an actual baby in that music video. <laughs> that's uh, that's super fun. He's actually crying in the corner. Um. Also really interesting, he won a uh, several area music awards, which are basically like the Australian Grammys, and what's including like Album of the Year, which is a huge honor. Like, and he, yeah. when he was talking about sort of getting those awards, he mentioned that it was not 
he's like, it's not like something that he ever aspired to win because he was like growing up. He's like, I didn't uh, like see people like me or hear the music that I was listening to represented at the area music awards. Mm -hmm. So he was like, I never thought about winning one. It's not like it's a childhood dream to win one of these awards because he's like, there weren't people who looked like me or made the music that I liked winning those awards. So he's like, it was never a childhood dream, but he's like now that they're getting more inclusive and diverse with like acknowledging sort of giving it like album of the year, literally to, uh, to Genesis. Oso, uh, maybe there'll be younger people yeah. who are, who then look up and like aspire to it because it's become like a more inclusive and diverse award. Which is very, very kind of interesting. That's, yeah, that is really cool. I, um, like, <coughs> I think. Um, I like uh, that he doesn't see that he can't do that anymore, and others can't anymore. You know. Mhm. Mm um, also, he sort of said like uh, he was kind of unavoidably pulled into uh, into music, as I kind of mentioned, because Citizen K had sort of like hijacked the family studio and just like turned it the study, I should say, and turned it into a studio. So there was, like, music just around him all the time. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, that video, the weird YouTube video where he was, like, 13 or 14 years old was called, if you do want to look it up, called Ansa Brothers. Mm -hmm. um, the album that he won the award for is called Smiling With No Teeth, uh, which is actually going to be the, uh, the the song that we chose is going to be off of that album. Did he do it when he was a baby? He didn't do it when he was a baby. He did it like in 2020. No, I'm just saying because you know, no teeth. Yeah. Baby. No. And he was already so what, a baby yeah, in the exactly. music video with his brother. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's kind of one of the things where he's also. I was just doing a lame joke. Yeah, I'm no. sorry. Lame I'm joke. Moving on. But no, actually, the <laughs> smiling with no teeth uh, is meant to imply it's like a fake smile, so it's like pretending things are okay when they're not okay. So, and oh. that's like on the cover. Uh, on the cover, he sort of has his head like wrapped in bandage and has like uh, grills instead of uh, instead of teeth. So, and he was like, "I like my music to sound kind of like funky, but if you dig into it lyrically, uh, there's something like a bit weightier or uh, like heavier kind of maybe going on under the surface, which mm -hmm. is that that's his that's kind of his his approach to things. He's like, I like the juxtaposition of my visuals and my music with my lyrics, and he's like, there's different messages depending on what level you're kind of listening to the music on." So, because as, as he says, he likes it when things are sort of like a puzzle for you to figure out. So he's so like... So it's a mind fuck. A little bit. But like I said, it's kind of interesting if you think about what St. John said, because he, Genesis is like, there is something to just grab onto on the surface and listen to it. But if you do dig, there's more and like you can keep digging and digging. But you don't have to. You can still just appreciate it on the surface. Yeah. If you want to. Uh, and also in terms of like inspiration and stuff, uh, he talks about... Um, just sort of like, obviously, Kanye, Lupe Fiasco, MF Doom, Kendrick Lamar, so on and so forth. But he was like, in terms of that whole total package of he's like, listen, you can listen to something funky on the surface, not think too much about it. Something else going on, maybe in the music, something else going on in the visual, something else going on in the lyrics. And he was like, the man who does that is Prince. Mm. So he was like, anytime he's like stuck, he thinks to himself. What would Prince do? What would Prince do? <laughs> So, uh, which is, you know, uh, it's kind of amazing. Not a, n not never, a bad, yeah, no. not a bad time to just be like, Hey, what would Prince do in this situation? Uh, what would Prince do? Exactly. If uh, you, if you guys are ever stuck or, yeah. you know, just I think, think it's just what in what life. Would Prince do? Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, the song that we're listening to off of smiling with no teeth is 
gold chains. Like, he has this video looking like hip-hop star covering gold chains, but he's also talking about, like, anxiety and depression and feeling trapped. But you, like, listen to the music, you're like, oh, it's, like, funky music. And then you're, like, watching the visuals, and you're like, oh, he's performing kind of like that stereotypical, like, gold chains by the pool. But then you realize he's also just lying there on the hotel room while room cleaning is just trying to, like, vacuum around him. And, and his lyrics are like, hey, I'm feeling a little bit trapped and overthinking everything. Yeah. So Maybe the chains, Keith, are what's holding him down. It, that's what he's saying, what? you know? That's what I'm saying. There's what? layers. You're like, what am I watching? What's the real message? <laughs> anyway, I'm very excited. Um, I also love lying on the floor. Covered in gold? I would love to be covered in gold, but <laughs> lying on the floor is like my favorite pastime, Ooh. other than going to shows. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like, lying on the floor in concerts? Yeah, but lying on the floor listening to music. Okay. You have to have music on. Otherwise, it's weird. Gotcha. Um, who you got for us next, Sarah? So, I have Girl in Red. Do you know who she is? I, I'm very aware of Girl in Red. Are yeah. you sure? I'm very aware. Well, listen, okay? Mm-hmm. Not only did I pick her this year, uh-huh. I picked her on the 2020 The Oceaga uh, that never happened. So... <laughs> I guess I really like her. Yeah. So I had to do it because mm-hmm. I was like, well, I really like this. And I forgot about her. And then that was my bad. <laughs> Should have kept listening. Yep. Um, but anyway, so uh, Marie, I don't know how to say her middle name. I would say Ulven. Ulven. She's from Norway. So yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to put like She's a Norwegian. Like, Mary Ulven Ringheim. That's my uh, attempt yep. at a Norwegian pronunciation. That's a lot better than anything that I would do. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's got like awards with the, the Grammy Norwegian. <laughs> she got awards. Yeah, you know, you, she got awards. Uh-huh. She's um, also a little baby. She's also a little baby. She, uh-huh. She's uh, the same age as this little that last little baby, yeah. I think. No, I think she's a year You're younger. Older? You're younger. Younger. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. Kofi is born in 98. She's 99. And she's born in 99. Damn. Do you want to hear something crazy about how much of a little baby she is? Tell me. This is uh, insane. So she talked was talking about uh, being like a passionate music listener. Yeah. And stuff. And like making, uh, like, of course, we talked about this with Nick, mixtapes. She didn't make mixtapes. She made playlists yeah. because she's a little baby. And so she made her uh, her first mixtape mm-hmm. when she was like 11. Or well, I just said mixtape. Her first playlist when she was 11. So when she was 11, it was 2010. That was when she made her yeah. first playlist. In 2010, Sarah. Yep. Wasn't 2010 like yesterday? Yep. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> Shush. And then she started learning to play guitar in 2013, actually. Uh-huh. Her grandpa gave her a guitar, mm-hmm. but like the year before. Okay. Um, but yeah, she's self-taught, which is super cool. She mm-hmm. is a queer icon. Mm-hmm. Um, things that I did not know mm-hmm. is, do you listen to Girl in Red? Yeah. Used to be a thing for 
girls asking if the other girl likes girls. Uh huh. It's like TikTok code. Yep. <laughs> it's like, hey. Are you gay? Are you gay? Do you I listen am. to Girl in Red? <laughs> um, Sarah, do you listen to Girl in Red? Nah. Oh, that's you're like that's why you stopped listening in 2020. <laughs> Turns out you were straight and married. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um. Anyway, I really like her music. I find it's like it's dark. It's uh, it's honest. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, with the synthy stuff. Yeah. Um, and she just dropped a new video. Mm-hmm. I think it's new, or maybe it's like four months. It's either a month old mm-hmm. or two weeks old. Okay, it's recent. Yeah. Came out this summer. Let's just there. Yeah. Came Summertime out this drop summer. from Girl in Red. Yeah. It's honey love sickness, all one word. Sick mess. Sick mess. See? I don't even know how to yeah. read. Uh, yeah, Girl in Red does not make it easy. Uh, often her song titles are just jammed together words. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Because she's, she's a like, mess. hey, yeah, I'm a mess, so fuck you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she means it like that. I just think that she's like the shared Help experience. Me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. Uh, so horny lovesick mess. Yes. That's what we're. That's what we're gonna listen to. Yes. Totally what you said the first time. is often called like dream pop or like bedroom pop. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because I grew up in like the suburbs and just spent a lot of time listening to my music in like my bedroom. I mean, I guess that <laughs> happens to city people too. But it like really speaks to me. Like you're just sort of like, oh yeah, this is like the music you listen to this like lying down. On the on, floor. On, well, I was going to say on the bed, like just with your headphones on, head on a pillow and just like, no. I'm going to drift off. Are you not everybody just lies down on the floor, Sarah? Sorry, sorry, you came from such a big house. There was just floor space to lie on. (laughs) But yeah, no, you put on your headphones and just like get cozy and listen to Girl in Red. It sounds like a a great afternoon. I mean, it's also kind of depressing. Or a great evening or like a 2 a.m. Yeah. You know, it's kind of depressing, though. So just be careful. Yeah, but it yes and no. It's not like all depressing. I know. It's I think it's it. It gives me a lot of like. Like, I mean, obviously she's, we just said she's like 23, but it gives me a lot of like, like college, college vibes. Like, yeah. Like late, like late high school, like high school senior slash college vibes, figuring out who you are, you know, just like navigating life, life and love yeah, and all, and all that stuff. And depression. And maybe a little depression. And anxiety. It doesn't always have to be about that. You don't like, you can take what you want from it. Uh, yeah she talked about hey I was gonna say she talked about like and here's the thing I wasn't even done my transition and she was talking about like movies and stuff that she enjoys and she was like uh, how she really liked watching Breakfast Club with her mom and she was like when I first saw Breakfast Club I didn't really like understand that it was a bunch of just like people who don't wouldn't hang out kind of like together coming and becoming friends or whatever and she's like now that I watch it like now like she's, I'm assuming when she was watching it the first time, she was like an actual child. child? She's like, now that I'm watching yeah. it now, she's like, oh, it's such a like, just like beautiful, kind of like hopeful 
movie of just like people from all walks of life and like different when social circles. You take circles. all the bullshit away. Yeah, and they they're all just humans and they're all just friends. Breakfast Club. Breakfast movie recommendation Club. from Girl. You ha- yeah, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's really good. If you too are a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize. We're uh, just feeling a little bitter right now. Yeah, we're old. That's all. When we listen to amazing music made by people like like almost half our age. Stop. Get out of here. Uh, so who's next, Keith? Who's next? Do you have anything? That's it. That's it for Girl in Red. Yeah, that's it for Girl in Red. Mm-hmm. I'm just really excited to see her. Okay. Um, who's next for me is another. She's like a for sure. She's like a for sure. Uh, for me, once again, I know just these kids. These kids making music, amazing music. This blows my mind. Um, sad night dynamite uh which is a duo uh josh either greekin or greasen g-r-e-a-c-e-n don't know grecian and archie blagden i don't know but yep, i thought you, you were asking me a question so then i just spilled water all over myself well done i wish you guys had that visual <laughs> um so they grew or well one of them grew up um like very very close to uh, Glastonbury, so like has been to the festival a number of times, which they kind of account for the fact that they're a little bit all over the place in terms of genre, because like Glastonbury is like they just play what makes them happy. Well, yeah, but it's also like if like Glastonbury is a lot like Oceaga, yeah, in the sense that it's like all over the map genre-wise, right? Like it's like you just you have like yeah. all kinds of stuff. So if every summer that's like your focus of like going to a show like Glastonbury or something like Oceaga or whatever. Yeah, you're going to end up, we talked about this with Nick, like you kind of end up being into multiple genres. Which is amazing. Which is super cool. And then obviously when you're going to start making music, you're going to be like, I don't want to be pinned down. To a genre. To I want to I want to be the music. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, <clears throat> and then, and as a result, like they, they mm-hmm. openly admit that, again, being uh like being from the uk and uh kind of being genre bending artists themselves they've sort of been influenced heavily by the gorillas because like they were like the gorillas have been around our entire lives oh my god it's true (laughs) you know they were like and every time you're like oh there's like one of the things that they talk about uh that they sort of explore a lot in their music is how you'll have like a hip-hop beat and then at least i don't know if damon Albarn was like the only one who's ever done it but like Certainly, when you think about like, oh, a hip hop beat, but with someone kind of like singing in like a folk style over it, right? You're like, yeah, that's pretty much gorillas. And they're like, and that's very hard to do. It would not sound like crap. <laughs> you know, like you're like, you have like this, like a folk, like vocal element almost, like a folk or maybe not folk, like indie, like an indie rock vocal element on top of a hip hop song. You're like that, that. That will usually sound like trash, but like gorillas do it all the time, and it sounds they great. They really do. And they were like, "We absolutely." You know what to do. You know what to do. Exactly. Okay, Keith. Mm-hmm. They just got it. Yeah. So they were like, that was obviously a big inspiration for them. Uh, it was funny too when they said that they were when they were putting tracks together at Studio 13, which is where Damon works. They're like, we had to like turn down music when you walk by because we were like super nervous and shy about making music <laughs> that like not to say sounds like gorillas, but certainly sounds like gorillas inspired. inspired. And you don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Uh, <laughs> We're playing your mu- like your style yeah, of music exactly. that's while it. you like, walk oh, by. No, no big deal. We're super influenced by you. <laughs> Just like turn it down. Uh, but then back they, in 20... They, they yeah. start sweating, looking at the floor. But clearly, uh, someone in Gorillas was a fan because uh, Noodle 
put Sad Night Dynamite on her Spotify playlist last year. Well, there you go. So, uh, so no worth it. Very worth it. Um, plus, they kind of, they also sort of like get draw into that gorilla's mindset. They think a lot about their visuals and their videos and, and stuff like that. Like, they have a video that's called Spending Money that's uh, just like this like down-tempo, chill beat uh, that is three hours long. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and so when you're lying in your bedroom on at 2 a.m. or what was the other options? Uh, lying on the floor? No, but lying <laughs> on the floor you can't watch. Yeah. Uh, well, that's it, I that's mean, the like, only downside about lying on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, and I mean, but like you can sort of like you could you could work on other stuff in the background and like listen to it uh, while you're like working or writing or doing something else like that. And the animation is just like a guy in his underwear in a hotel room eating cake and looking at like big stacks of money. Oh my god, that sounds amazing! It's, uh, is he living my my dream life? <laughs> uh, it's pretty great, uh, and yeah. So they also continually feature like this white limousine, which is kind of their like calling card. Is mm-hmm. just like a white limo that they sort of ride around in, or is like animated. There better be a white limousine on stage. I don't think so. They better be driving in yeah. on a white limousine to get on stage. That we all see. I mean, I think maybe when... There better be helicoptered, helicoptered Listen, in... Sad Night Dynamite. <laughs> when you get to headlining like <laughs> festivals, they we're giving you ideas. I don't think yeah. they're there yet. Helicopter in... On a lim- in, like, yeah, in You're in a limousine, limousine, but the limousine is being carried by a helicopter. Yeah. Look, we give this to you for free. Make it happen. I saw it on, uh, what's it called? Fast and the Furious, so it's sure. real. It definitely is happening. Um... And yeah, they're like, and they're talking about like that they're not really super like into limos, but now they're getting into it because they're like, we picked it because it was just like a big white limousine is like obnoxious and cinematic and like it is twatty. I love but it. But they're like, but now I'm getting used to riding around in limousines. <laughs> like we do it <laughs> all in all our videos space. and stuff. Exactly. That's <laughs> it. Um, okay, so we'll, we're gonna listen to uh, Black and White, and then we'll, I'll just have a couple more things to say about Sad Night Dynamite. But here's, cool. here's Black and White. Let's do it. Block out my city, shout out my head. See you rocking back and forth over by the band. Face a black and So, as you can kind of see from that visual style and sound. Little gorillas, and not but not like that it's also a, not. They not make it, they well, really I mean, like you can see own. that they got inspired yes. by. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't come off by, as like a rip off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no rip off. Like I feel like it's their own. I don't feel like it's a rip. Uh, like a yeah. rip off. They talked about like. So just I think some that's really hard to do when you yeah. have like well, an, an idol. Yeah. Well, and that's what they're saying is they're just sort of like they try to like draw multiple like inspirations. They're like obviously there's a lot of American hip hop. Inspired like Dr. Dre, MF Doom, Schoolboy Q, so on and so forth. They also take a lot of in like they're like our main three things are like American hip hop, mm-hmm. and then like film scores, like mm-hmm. especially like stuff like Tarantino and whatever else like that. They're like film scores where the music really like stands out, and then also like British bands like Clash, Stone Roses, Portishead, M.I.A. And they're like we throw all this into the blender, and then just like whatever comes out comes out. Cool. Anyway, uh. Who are we closing off the episode with, sir? We're closing off with uh, homegrown. Homegrown. Quebecois. Mm-hmm. Safi Lor- 
Safia Nolan. Nolan. God go. damn it. I was like, don't fuck it up. Don't mess it up. Instantly fuck it up. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I was kind of tight on the other one is because I went into like a hole on the internet mm-hmm. uh, reading well, there, about Safia. There's a lot to get into. There's a lot to get into. Uh, so Safia has a, uh, a, a, a <coughs> history with Quebec media that we'll talk a little bit about. A lot about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, she is um, an out lesbian mm-hmm. who is an activist. Mm-hmm. She's an anti-racist activist. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also, um, you know, stands up for all the people that are homophobic, like mm-hmm. fuck them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like she's very outspoken about it. Um, and I think... I mentioned this earlier. Yeah, no, I didn't. She's Lebanese, so. Okay. Um, she also does a lot of that with, again, in Quebec, there's a lot of racism. Uh, there's a lot of racism everywhere. Around but everything, like but, like, specifically in Quebec, like, being a queer and Lebanese woman who's on the heavier side, mm-hmm. she gets a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. Um what I did think was really cool is <coughs> she isn't silent about anything. Yeah. So the first huge thing that all this kind of really started is she goes to a gala, like just wearing T-shirt and jeans mm-hmm. and everyone was hating on her. They're like, what the fuck? You disrespected the dress code. No, 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 no. And then if you look at all the guys and she has a point, they look exactly the same. Yeah. It was like, she's like, fuck you. That's sexist. And I get it. And she was like, oh, well, it's not, I didn't plan anything, whatever, whatever. I kind of don't believe that, to be honest. Like, I get it. Like, you're never going to wear a dress in heels. Fine. But own it. Like, I feel like that's the one thing where I'm just like, just say, like, yeah, fuck you. They get to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, well, it's that thing where they're like, they're like, Eminem's been wearing jeans and a hoodie for 25 years. Yeah. You can show up to them, like, anywhere wearing jeans and a hoodie. And you'd be like, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Le Journal de Montréal, which is a French n- uh, newspaper, mm-hmm. has been like in a feud with her, like yeah. the two uh, editors and stuff like that. They also own uh, QUE or Q, Q-U-B. whatever, yeah. um, which is a streaming platform for French artists, yep. Quebec specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, she pulled all her music because she's like, fuck you guys. You're the worst. She's Every time you write about me, I get hate mail and death threats. Like... So and all you do is shit on me. Speaking specifically about uh, Sophie Durocher. Yes. Uh, has in the last five years on a book about like uh, cancel culture mm-hmm. uh, called uh, Annuli Réflexion sur la cancel culture. Uh, Jules Lussier mentioned that there were 34 negative pieces against uh, Safia Nolin in just four years. Yep. From November 26. To July 2020, 34 negative pieces, and 20 of them were written by Sophie Durocher. Yep. And Sophie Durocher uh, recently had an article where she was like, I'm just going to write an entire article shitting on drag queens and drag culture. Just so you know. Oh, cool. Super cool, unbiased media reporting from Sophie Durocher. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't want to like name names, so I left all I'll the name names, names out. We're well, not sponsored by Quebec. Listen, or. I didn't know what you're okay with. <laughs> so. You've heard our other podcasts? Hmm. <laughs> that's true <laughs> but anyway i just didn't know what you were okay with and i probably should have asked mm-hmm. but we don't talk we live in the same house yep we, we only talk doing this podcast yeah 
we're so busy we only talk about this um but yeah she was my discovery mm-hmm. i had no idea about her i live in quebec that's really fucked up that i don't know anything about her you don't listen to a lot of local french artists but i don't so. but i like really liked her first her first album um had a song ma preference that's mm-hmm. what it got hooked me in okay and then i started listening to other ones um but yeah she's from quebec city um she's like indie ballad type of music mm-hmm. and um she also spoke out this is another one she spoke out about uh sexual misconduct mm-hmm. um and then uh everyone told her that uh gave her hate mail and death threats and said that that it was they've gone too far with her the punishment against the person <coughs> that she so not afraid to speak her mind and then always takes heed from it because she's feuding yeah. with the Quebec media. And like it's hard, obviously, like she's she's my uh, she's younger than me. She's 30, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say she's my age because I forget how old I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's just like. It's hard to deal with all that stuff, especially like, you know, being bullied all of her life yeah. and things like that. So um, she's just like, I just want people to fuck off yeah just like shut up and listen to my music and <coughs> yeah. it doesn't need to be you don't Stop need to talking comment about on my f- my physical appearance yeah. just listen to my music so like even then during um covid she was people were making fun of her because she has greasy hair and mm-hmm. glasses so she got laser surgery and shaved her head and got tattoos mm-hmm. like yeah you know what i mean it's just i think like everything that she does is very into the push of being an activist and yeah. an anti-fuck-you-like discriminatory person. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really cool. What but are yeah. we listening to? We're going to listen to Please, mm-hmm. Sunset Version. Okay. It was out in 2021 because mm-hmm. the other song that she just dropped is uh, doesn't have an, uh, a video. Okay. So it's on Scum, mm-hmm. the album, mm-hmm. which is super cool art, by the way. Cool. I think she has a shave head there. Okay. Um, Let's so you can check see that. it out. I forgot to mention, which is also really cool. She did like an uh, online concert, like a streaming concert during mm-hmm. the pandemic um, for LGBTQ plus uh, on Saint-Jean. 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 Yeah, I know, but she, I thought that's what it was called because it was like the feminine of Saint-Jean. Yeah, exactly. Thank Saint-Jean. you. Saint-Jean. Jean. Jean. Our friend of Go Plug Yourself trying to win tour was on that. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to just mention that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. Again, how did I not know? Because you're not French. No. Anyway, uh, also, I mean, I, I guess it almost kind of goes without saying that, uh, like, good up Sanoshiaga for booking her. Oh my God! Since yeah. Since apparently, you know, like people don't, and she's feuding with uh, streaming services and everything else like that. But hey, she's good. Music's awesome. She's she like, has a vibe. She's got a vibe. And, uh, yeah, maybe stop holding her back. Media. 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 <laughs> um, so, yeah, this was our Oshiaga Sunday part one. Part two's coming up. Part two coming up in two weeks. 
And then it's Oceaga. And then it's Oceaga. I yeah. just got chills. My, my pits are sweating. I got chills. Sarah's pits are sweating. Yeah. Thanks for that update. Um, no, but it's just to tell you, like, that's how, you know, chilled yep. I am. Yep. And obviously, Sunday has uh, headliners that we're not going to talk about on the show, but they're amazing also. Like, but Dua, we'll talk Dua about Lipa, those ones. Idols. Uh, I was going to say, we're going to talk about it next time. I know. I'm just saying, like, you don't hate us if we didn't mention Dua Lipa because she's a headliner. She's closing out the day. Yeah. And Idols. Yeah. We I know. Mean, they're okay. great. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. As always, Love uh, you. tell people about this podcast if you like it. Talk to us on Twitter, Reddit, Instagram, wherever you see us. Bye. See you at Oshiaga. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening. Obviously, if you enjoyed the show, uh, tell your friends about it. Talk to us. You can, wherever you saw the show, feel free to engage with us. We're both very friendly. I uh, promise you. Uh, just let you know that all audio clips are copyrighted to their respective owners and used solely for the intention of promoting Oshiaga. Uh, the intro song that we use, or intro and or outro song, is uh, Paradise Engineering uh, instrumental version by Yacht and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 United States license. Um, just so you know, if you do enjoy the show and like our vibe, uh, we do run a website called 9to5.cc where we have a bunch of other podcasts on the show. We have Go Plug Yourself where we talk to interesting Montrealers and we have 9ES which is more of a pop culture show. So if that either of those two things seem like your vibe, uh, go check out 9to5.cc. Um, otherwise, can't wait to see you at Oshiaga. Bye. 9to5.cc Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.